Hey everyone, this is Casual Fanatic. Film reviews without the shoes. I'm Luca, your casual viewer. And I'm Cayman, your fanatic. <laughs> I do that all the time in my head. God, we're in person. Wow, this is the first time we're doing the podcast in person and we can like look at each other's eyes. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> this is very strange. So listeners, if you don't know, we are sitting currently around a mic. And so if you hear like movement and shuffling, that's just, you know, because the mic is going to be picking that up. Um, but it is Cayman and I, and we actually have one of our guest viewers with us here currently. Who that? Who that is? Who that is? <laughs> Who is Elena? That <laughs> Wait, so introduce yourself. How? Hi, my name is Elena. I am a girl. <laughs> a human girl. <laughs> I have brown hair. I <laughs> um, well, I feel like at this point they should vaguely know who I am if they've yeah, I mean, listened to other episodes. But you, I am Cayman's by the time this girlfriend. Is released, Two or three episodes three ago, ones. three episodes ago, I yeah, think. Yeah, she was on it recently. I think. Yeah, two it was recently ago. on there too. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you did Shang Chi with us. Yes, yeah. I did. Yeah, I think that was three episodes ago. It isn't. And in case anyone has heard Elena on before and didn't know, that's my girl. <laughs> <laughs> that's my girl. Yeah, so Shang Chi we recorded on eleven five, which is. Oh no, that was. Four ago, four four episodes ago. Not. Oh, but you haven't released. Um, no, Doctor. Sh- you can say it. it's probably okay. been released when this gets released. Yeah. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> we, we haven't released Doctor Strange or the new Thor, which right. is what we recorded last week. Yeah. So oh, okay. Uh, and also, if it sounds kind of weird sometimes, if we're like looking away at each other, the the sound may vary. Um, but we're gonna do our best because this is our first time recording in person. So. Let's see how it works, and well, let's get on with it. Cayman, what you know? How are you guys? Doing? How are you doing? doing pretty good. <laughs> so I'm in Colorado. I've been hanging out with this one dude. He's like fine, but <laughs> he came in. Yeah, <laughs> That's, it's me. And then me, this is cool guy. <laughs> and then there's this other guy, and I like don't know how to tell him how cool he is. Yeah, but. right. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, it is Thanksgiving, and so we decided. Well, you know, we won for us. Yeah, definitely. It's just past Thanksgiving for definitely yeah, yeah. for us currently. It is or yesterday was Thanksgiving. yesterday was Thanksgiving, correct? And I just had Thanksgiving leftovers. Yum! What do we What do we have? What do we make? <clears throat> we had green bean casserole. We had some rolls. We did a beef Wellington, Yum. the Gordon Ramsay version, and then we did some roasted carrots goat cheese and candied pecans. That sounds really good. And it tasted really good too. And I feel like I'm missing. Oh, and we did smashed garlic potatoes. Oh yeah, we did that. And oh, and I made a apple crumble. I believe Which that's was delicious. I believe that's what we made. Delicious. Delicious. Mm. We still have more. <laughs> I will probably be having more later. <laughs> yeah, right. Same. So um what movie were you gonna be talking about here today? Today, Luca, we are going to be talking about the 2022 movie RRR. Three letter R's. RRR. RRR. All right. Good for the. What is the duration of this movie? Do you know? It's three minutes and f- three hours and three five minutes. minutes. <laughs> no, three hours and like three five minutes. Three minute movie. 
Which is a long ass movie. It's not three hours. It is. It's longer than your average movie, but it's not unbearable. Um. <laughs> Teach their own. Teach their own. It was good though. It was. It was a good fun movie to watch. But it um, <laughs> estimated budget. Three point five billion something or another. They're not dollars. Yen? No, uh, no, they're um, they're. There's no, a symbol for it. I don't know what that is though. Oh my gosh, they said it in the movie. Oh, I have no idea. They're um, rubies. Rupees. Rupees. Could you like copy and paste that in Google and see? It? I think they're rupees. I can, actually. Or is that like really old timey? Like, I wonder what that budget is in U.S. Yeah. Indian rupee. Ah, I'm so sorry. So, how much is that in? in- um. I think it's like 82 rupees is one dollar. Yeah, I was like, I'm pretty sure it's a very high. So what did I say? Three point five billion rupees. Oh, you literally can't do any more zeros on your calculator. I can't do it on my phone. Don't worry. It is uh, about forty three million dollars. That's a lot. Or is that not a lot? I don't know. It's not a lot. Really? No. Um, So what was the. uh, And then worldwide, it made about one hundred and two million. So that like. Doubled, doubled what it cost. Okay, yeah, that's, well, that's impressive. Yeah, that's pretty decent. Yeah. So, Luca, how'd you feel about RR? You know, I I actually think it was a fun, decent watch through. Um, but only for me, I would only watch it once. I think if I watch it once, then yeah. like there is enough magic with each scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the playthrough that they had for each. Uh, no, scene part of the movie. It worked well for me once. Yeah. Um, but I think it, it's a fun movie to watch. There are things in there that you're like, "What the fuck's going on? Why is this happening?" That kind of stuff. But I feel like it it has a very good um, meaning behind why they are having this movie, but then also like a good playthrough. So it's decent. I liked it. It was okay. What do you think, Elena? Um, I think that there were, the story was nice. I think that a lot of the scenes and how they actually did it was very, just like humorous. Like it just, it felt like a parody at times where I was like, are they like, is it serious? And I feel like as well, it's just like a different style of film Mm -hmm. that I believe is more popular in like Indian culture of having more dramatic scenes and like the slow-mos which um so I'm like I'm just not used to that kind of like filmmaking so for me I'm like why why are we watching someone run in slow-mo for five minutes you know and I I don't know but other than that I feel like there was a fairly good story like I feel like they like came out multiple times with like oh interesting you know like oh okay sure all yeah. right i can do that you know I, you came in? I think that after watching this movie i realized how like reserved american films are i like there are definitely like i don't know i feel like reserved as in being gruesome reserved as in um, I, american filmmakers have different priorities when it comes to action movies. Yeah. And so like, and cause there was a lot of stuff in this movie that obviously is like not realistic, but if you think about like there people in American movies do unrealistic stuff all the time, but they do like, they only go like this far unrealistic. They're like, right. Oh, we have, 
Dwayne the Rock Johnson is going to jump 50 feet across this chasm. And it's like, no one can do that. But it's like believable. But this movie is like, no, nah, if we're going to do unrealistic shit, it's going to be fully unrealistic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. they're just going for it. And I think that's one of the things that took me off guard about this movie is because like things are happening that are so realistic. And then something happens where you're like, wait, what? Yeah. Like, and you can tell that like they like when they have different priorities when it comes to like where they put their budget as well. Whereas like it, instead of spending a bunch of money on making sure that every single little, cause I remember there was even like, obviously the, the animals in this movie are honestly pretty good CG, but they're yeah. like, you can tell that they're computer generated. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But I feel like because they're doing such cool things with them, I kind of don't, like I don't care. Yeah, like, it doesn't. Bother it doesn't bother me that uh, they don't look fully realistic. Yeah, interesting. Were the horses really not even real? No animals in the movie were real. What? It said and they couldn't even like ride a horse. Mm-hmm. I think maybe the. I don't know. On, on honestly, that, on that it on said disclaimer, it said no, yeah. None. It said like on all a, it list horses. Yeah, you're right. Like dogs, animals. I love. If the horses were fake, then those ones were very realistic. I never once doubted the horses. There are only times where like horse did like a crazy stunt where I was like, hmm. Yeah. There's like a one scene where it was like the horse and the motorcycle. Yeah. Yeah, And and I was like, like, okay, this feels like a car commercial right now. (laughs) (laughs) But although there was no car. Yeah. (laughs) But like, yeah, like, I don't know that horse. It, that was one of the more realistic animals Mm. I would have said. Maybe they spent a little bit more time on that because it was. I don't know. We were what we were looking at it for a long time or something. I don't know. I, I mean, even later on, like the jungle animals, they weren't that fake looking. Yeah. There were moments that they looked really fake, but like sometimes yeah. they looked pretty realistic. So for those who haven't seen the movie, there's a lot of animals in this movie, and there are disclaimers at the beginning. Yeah. That basically Absolutely says no like harm. no harm done to animals, everything is CGI. Yeah. So you're like, okay, mm-hmm. well that's good i guess because they also had another the, like, one of the starting scenes too. is like you think animals are getting killed yeah. and you're like oh yeah. no what's happening but same time it's all good um but i guess basic uh well actually we'll we'll save that let's let's do our, our game real quick we will step into the boxing ring okay clap so there so you know where to edit that out <laughs> no it's fine do you want me to just go we can mark it <sighs> Um, <laughs> Luke, I believe you won last time, right? I did. Yeah. So I if, was the, if you would like player. to be the, the official judge on this. Oh one. yeah. Let's go. Uh, you can unplug it if you need to. That's all good. Perfect. So you can read that. And then if you want to like, give us a hint or something, and then Elena and I will battle it out. Oh, this Wait, sounds so, terrifying. All right. Description. It is. It's very short. Okay. It is a very short description. Okay. Uh, let me read it right quick. It doesn't give anything away. It big overall plot is what it speaks of. Okay. Lena, would you like to go first? So basic description doesn't give anything away. Mm-hmm. The problem is I never remember the names of the characters. Um, you can do it without the names. Luke has done it probably plenty of times. Yeah. It's true. Um, I already forgot their names. <laughs> two men fight against the British Empire to empower their people i'll say um in pre-independent india two freedom fighters go on a journey together that um builds hope for the nation 
Mm. Mm. Okay, so you said you said two freedom fighters. Okay. You said two two men. Two, two men. men. Okay. Um, and then you said <laughs> you said did, you didn't say anything about fighting, but you did. I did fighting the. What did I say? I said something like. Fight the British Empire. Yeah, well, yeah, go fight, against the, go against the British like Empire to empower their... Like, yeah, this is tough. Okay, so let me just read it now, okay. and then we can okay. all discuss. A fictional history of two legendary revolutionaries journey away from the home before they begin fighting, before they began fighting for their country in the 1920s. Okay. I feel like we pretty much both said that. Freedom fighters. Yeah, because you said nation, and this says right. country, and you said something else. This country, I forgot what you said. I did mention because that says 1920. I said for India, pre independent India. I mentioned a time period. You did mention Mm -hmm. time period, you did not. I was more basic. Um, but I also would say that revolutionaries is pretty close to freedom fighters. You said India, and that kind of gave that away that it was about India, but you also said you said something about the British, so that gave it away too. It was super, this is super blind. It doesn't Does that, say... Wait, read it. Does that not say India in it? A fictional history of two legendary revolutionaries journey away from home before they begin fighting for their country in the 1920s. Oh, wow. Okay. So it's like oh, literally super, super zero. I would have done great on this. <laughs> <laughs> two dudes doing two, shit. Two, two dudes <laughs> fighting to bring their country back. That would actually been really good. <laughs> All right. Well, um, well so what are you, I mean, you're the judge. Here. I think... You're going to draw a tie or you're going to say came and win? I, if you're really on the fence, you can also do a tiebreaker. I did that last time. How do I do that? I already read it. Just like think of, I don't know, something else and see if one of us can guess. Well, I don't know. That's stressful. Um, let's see. Or just pick a winner. <laughs> um, here's the tiebreaker because I think it was pretty even. I was leaning more toward Cayman, but I think a tiebreaker is pretty even affair here in this situation. Right, all right. Out of five, um, with 1.3 thousand ratings okay and fans of this movie okay what do you think their rating was one through five stars on that one through five on this thing yeah or did you already see it i didn't so okay so one through five what was their rating mm-hmm. i'm gonna say three four four point two that high? 4.2. On that bloody movie. On that bloody movie. It got bloody in the fours. You almost said 4.5? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it got a 3. I almost said a bloody 2.5. I heard you start to say 2. <laughs> oh, and, and for those who don't know, RRR stands for Rise, Roar, and Revolt. Right. Yeah, and it's like, it's almost like three parts of the movie. Right. Although well, the, it gets introduced as a introduced in the beginning as the three R's. The mm. the R's are different. So that's the English title, but the obviously the movie has been released in multiple languages and the R's are different in each language. So. But they do they mean oh, right. vaguely around the same Yeah, thing? I think some of them are like rage, war, something okay. like... So they're all very similar. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was fun. I, I like being the judge on that one. That was cool. Um... But yeah, came and won this one. Unfortunate, Lena, you were unfortunate. <laughs> you were close. Uh, I uh, just didn't get enough credit. But you didn't, you didn't get the pie uh, next the time. Pie. Next time, I got downstairs to get my own pie. Yeah, right. <laughs> so now we'll take a short break, and then we'll come back and get into our more detailed review. Alrighty, let's do it.
Take a quick sip and we're back. <laughs> we are back. I hope you guys enjoyed that commercial. Hope you all got snacks and drinks and get some popcorn. <laughs> because ready. we are about to be here for six hours. Take, take <laughs> a break and go watch the movie and then come yeah, back. All right, right, right. No, I'm kidding, guys. We won't be here for six hours. You can look at the time. That's down below. Yeah, you already see exactly how long this episode is. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> the mystery is solved. All righty. Well, since I guess we're about to go into the spoiler section, um, I guess it is a spoiler review, correct? Correct. Elena, do you want to do a spoiler review for us today? Or a spoiler section Spo- alert? Spoiler warning. Spoiler warning, yes. That's your thing. Well, it's not my thing. It's the guy's... Is that that random the guy? other guy, but <laughs> since we're here, we kicked that guy out. So now our guest gets to do it. Whenever we have guests, we're going to make them do our spoiler section review. Because it's a lot of fun. All right, all right. I'm trying to remember what you usually say. You can do whatever. You can do whatever you want. You can use voices like I do. Or <laughs> whatnot. No. Spoiler! Ooh. Spoiler! <laughs> I think that was it. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, now today, guys, we are going to our spoiler section. So, if you don't want to get spoiled, fuck off, please, and thank you kindly. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, she said kindly, so I guess it's kindly. okay. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Well. I guess we can get to into the, the breadths and depths of the into movie. Into the meat and potatoes. Let's meat and potatoes. Meat and potatoes. Alrighty, well, I will have to say that I think the soundtrack for this movie was phenomenal. Oh, it I was lovely. I, I literally, I mean, you saw it when, yeah. I, when we were watching it together. I pulled Poppin'. up Spotify and I was trying to find the song, but yeah. I, I guess I couldn't. So there's like in the beginning, there's like that like beatboxing thing and that comes back later. I thought that was yeah. really cool. Yeah. Even the, the dance battle that later on yeah. happens. And, and both of the main characters, uh, Raju and Beam, are... Uh, they <laughs> yeah, I need to write that down. I need to... <laughs> Raju is the one that was in the military. His name is R-A-J-U. Yeah, Beam I remember because I just Beam remember is... being like, why the why, is, why is his H? name Beam? B-H-E-E-M. No, but also just like Beam. And he was also the one who kind of looked a little clueless and his name was Beam. Um, was like, hmm. So each of them had like their own like theme song that like when they were having a cool action scene that would play and you could yeah. like, recognize it immediately. Yeah. Yeah. It was super cool. Yeah. So it's Raju and then beam beam and beam is, what do you mean? Who, who is he? Oh, he, so he is the protector of a village that exists in the outskirts of Delhi, I believe. Mm-hmm. So apparently in the movie, they explain that every village has a protector. I forgot exactly what they call him, but basically like they're, they're peaceful people until you like mess with any single one. Yeah, they yeah. described him as uh, the, like the village is um, a herd of sheep and he is the shepherd and shepherd, they, they, that's what it was. and they said, um, if push comes to shove, uh, the shepherd will break open a wolf's jaw to yeah. get that sheep back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's that guy. Um, and quite honestly, he came across as like, as a character development, you, you, he, you met him as like this guy who started fighting tigers and whatnot, but then it went to him being like very passive. Uh, well, he just came off very aggressive. like, Oh, sorry. It's okay. Right. Excuse me. Please. Thank you. Yeah. And maybe that was his disguise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was tra- also trying to hide his identity mm-hmm. because right. the entire British government was looking for him. Um, right. But then after that, he was like, fuck this shit. Like, I'm going to yeah. start. Yeah. When he was, as soon as he found out where the little girl was, he was like, oh, cool. So got, I'm going to be all your asses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we have to go back to why is, why is he even in the picture? We haven't even 
Yeah, I guess we didn't want to talk about lingerie. But yeah. Okay, so yeah, I mean, we, that um, was so that was in. Oh, yeah, it's no, gonna be this... so loud! You doing that? That'll be fine. Um, the intro is immediately intense. That was insane. (laughs) They put down like two tiny little rupees on the ground and then they stole this mother's daughter. Yeah. She thought they were tipping him for singing and doing henna on them or something like that. Yeah. So this little girl, maybe seven or eight, Mm -hmm. uh, was doing henna on the British governor's wife. wife. The British governor's wife. Yeah. Um, And then she was like, well, she'd be like a nice. Thing to put on my mantle. Or yeah, something. thing to put on my mantle, like decoration wise. Yeah. And then she was like, pay him. And then yeah. they gave him two rupees. And then I guess they didn't know exactly what was happening. They're like, they, thanks. Like, or like, they, they accepted they the coins. They assumed it was a tip or yeah, a thank you. Because they obviously they don't speak like full English. So right. um, the their person that was like translator, mm-hmm. who was like as best as they can do, he was like, oh, she's paying you for the like. The thing that your daughter did, like saying it's they're paying you for the service, I guess, is what they Yeah, and accept it or they'll be like, it would be disrespectful. And and then so she picks up the money and she's like, oh, thank you. And then they took that as accepting the payment to just literally snatch her daughter. Yeah. So, I mean, even if she hadn't picked up that money, they would have taken her daughter. Probably, Those probably. were like two, my two least favorite characters. They were so mean. Yeah. So they, they took the daughter they were, and the mom. They were so cold hearted. They were almost comically evil. Yeah. Like the like, freaking at the, the, um, lashing scene, she literally like pulls a whip out of her vagina or some yeah, shit. Like, like literally she's what, just you been just carrying carry that, that around. With you? It was in her big ass purse. And she okay. pulled out, she pulled out a whip that had spikes in it. Like, like as if you would hammer in nails and different yeah. parts of it. Um, and she was like, you should use this to whip him. Yeah. And I was like, girl, why do you have that on your person? Yeah. Pretty crazy. So, I mean, those, those characters were pretty evil. One of the most evil in the movie. Um, but then, yeah, so they, they took her daughter, um, after they accepted that payment mm-hmm. and put her into that car and then started driving away. And then the mom ran after him, like stopped the whole military, you know, what is it well, called? She like Parade. grabbed onto the car. Yeah. And like the wheel or something was like yeah, yelling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like, she was trying to like, you know, give the coins back. And yeah, that's when we get the first introduction to the one governor. of, well, yeah, but like one of the guys trying to shoot the woman. Yeah. In the head. Yeah, yeah. And then the governor comes out, like you and just said, he does this whole speech about like, this bullet is, was on a British ship and, and made with British is, metal. And, and he was basically trying to say this bullet is more expensive. The six rupees that this bullet yeah. costs is more expensive than this brown person's right. life. Yeah. And they call them brown people. And so, so he like every time racist. someone every time someone was about to execute one of the Indians, if he was nearby and saw it, he would like he would tell them to find again. a different way besides shooting them. Right. He was like, figure something else out. <laughs> right. And so what he did is grab a giant log and like whacked her across the head. Yeah. Ugh. And to the viewers, like I'm pretty I sure. Straight I thought I she was definitely dead. thought she was dead. All of us definitely thought she was dead until yeah, the very end. Yeah, there's a lot of blood. Yeah. It's direct head trauma. And, and she was just she on was the just uh, like unconscious, sterilely blanking ahead. Yeah, like, apparently like, she survived because she shows back up at the end. But well, pretty well, much we, the whole movie, probably because of all their magic gone. plants everywhere that keep smearing on everyone. <laughs> true, yeah, true. Um, actually, that was oh, speaking of magic plants. That was, I think, one of my admittedly very few negatives is because I'm pretty sure it didn't wick when. So there's a scene where Beam's brother is being tortured by Raju because Raju works for the British government. <laughs> and while he's locked up, he like somehow manages to grab a snake and then yeah. like throws it at Raju and makes it bite him. And then he's like, that's the, the banded crate. And 
there's no cure for its venom and you're going to die in an hour. Right. right. And, and then, then the like, next scene, yeah. they like mush up some plants and it, it heals the venom. It, like, well, I think he's saying off, like, yeah. there's no cure because that's probably a very secret, like cure that only like that the jungle tribe, tribe know. And that plant was just growing in the street though, which made me be like, what? I don't know. I feel like it would have been more impressive it if it was like street. It was yeah. It was he literally in the planter boxes <laughs> around the street. Okay. Well, <laughs> either way, I feel like it would have been more impressive if they had like a stash of it in their pockets or something to keep around. I would agree. And with it was that. like a, the jungle's plant to the tribe that they that only like yeah. grew. But I was just like, this plant is just everywhere, and it was just it looked like green tree leaves. Like, like it's just every three tree different leaves and some red you. powder. Mm-hmm. What is that red powder? Uh, maybe that's maybe what that's had. the jungle shit. Yeah. And they also did like a green drip, or was that the that was tree? the mushed okay, up, the mushed up yeah, from the leaves, yeah, yeah. Um, so that all happened, but anyway, we we literally just jumped into the middle of the movie there. Yeah, no, we were just tangaging everywhere. Um, so mom is dead, but not dead. But but not dead. They move on. This girl straight up kidnapped. Yep. Um, and then what happened? And then that? we get we so one after the other we get the I guess introduction scenes for our two main characters and the. First, the first but, one is Raju, right? But before that, though, after that scene, it cuts to the fire, right? Because that's the first R, the general. That's what I'm saying. That was the introduction scene for Raju. Oh, yeah, where everyone's revolting because he's still a they child. Have the, they have the, well, the revolting, well, that wasn't had nothing to no? do with the child. That was just oh, okay. hating the British people. I thought on the yeah. phone he was saying they're mad about what well, we did. Or- when, when did that first sequence come up to introduce the first R of the three R's in this movie, RRR? The first R is the fire. Well, yeah. so they have the three introduction scenes that also have R's, but then even later in the movie, they do like the More. rise or revolt type. Right, right, right. Okay. But the introduction R's are the first one said story, and that was yeah. the little girl getting mm-hmm. taken. And then there's fire and water, which are the what the two introduction scenes that I've talked about. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay, okay. Um, but yeah, so the first one is Roger's introduction, and mm-hmm. I. Honestly, badass scene. And like, especially really? with that, the, uh, like you were talking about earlier, the music in the background and him just like dead staring at all those people through the fence and the oh, fire flickering in front of I'm, his face. I'm right there with you. I did not enjoy it. <laughs> it was silly. It? Well, okay. So, I mean, yes, him fighting all those people is total bullshit and like yeah. him being able to survive that. But I do think the setup for it and like, Besides, like, the silly part of him being yeah. stronger, like, 20 men at the same yeah. time. I do think he was, that character development, that character introduction yeah. was so freaking strong. And you could tell it was, like, it's not necessarily that he's, like, some crazy invincible guy. Because he got beat the shit out of. Yeah, he came back. It's, like, it was just it's like, like perseverance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they, they made him out to be a guy that no matter what it is, he is right. so determined yeah. you tell him to more do than anyone else because he's, he's there it. for a purpose that we right. didn't know of yet. Yeah. yeah, and that's the other thing is that like there's this hook of like mystery that draws you in immediately because you're like, why is, this well, why is he working fighting? for the military? Yeah. Right, and he's so the one like, brown guy. Yeah. And he's like the most badass out of all the brown guys. Yeah. Um, so basically what happens is there's like this little hut surrounded by all these Indians upset, right? And there's like maybe a handful of guards and then some lieutenant guy in there. Yeah. And everyone was getting like scared because they were about to break the fence down. But yeah. this dude, he was stone cold. Yeah. In the eye of this quote unquote danger. Yeah. And then he it did was like, like this hundreds of people. Hundreds. Mm-hmm. And then 
the lieutenant asked them to like and arrest one guy in yeah, there. Yeah, he like threw a rock at the governor's face. He broke a picture on broke the wall. A picture of yeah. the governor's face, and he was face. like, "Arrest that man!" He was like that guy. <laughs> and he in that said crowd. it, and he literally said it, and he realized how impossible and he stupid like, he, um, he he knew. <laughs> he was like, "Oh, maybe but I then, shouldn't have said that," but he had to commit. Yeah, I mean, he was like, "I can't look like a pussy. I got to keep going." <laughs> right, but then Raju, like, who was like, "Hell yeah. yeah!" Like he had his eyes locked on the target, and these guys, he jumped over the fence like a god. Yeah. yeah like a badass and just like fought off all these people while mm-hmm. getting beat the hell out of. Yeah. And while giving a beating. Yeah. And it was like, it was like there were moments obviously where people were like in and out, but it was like not the same sort of like, if I imagine a similar sort of scene to this, <laughs> if I imagine a similar sort of scene to this in, um, in an American film, I feel like it'd be one of those things where you have like, there's a hundred people, but only like two or three people are fighting at a time. But right. they like dogpiled him. They swarm him. And yeah. you think like, you think like, oh, he's pinned down mm-hmm. way too much weight. And then all of a sudden you see like, these guys like flying tents <laughs> in the air. Like, <laughs> you, like you, they show like a close up shot of inside the pile and he's like twisting nipples. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, like touching eyeballs, holding ears. Right. And then all of a sudden like he's free to like throw them and they're like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Or like there's like 50 guys on him and he's like army crawling still towards like his one guy that he sees through the cracks of everyone's feet. Um, I do feel like as well though, like now further on in the movie that we know that he's supposed to be a good guy, Mm -hmm. he hurt so many people so badly in that fight. Well, and he even mentioned that in the letter that he was writing to Sita, who was his fiance. I'm hurting so many that I'm trying to help. Yeah. And he said, is achieving my goal at any cost the wrong decision? But I also feel like you do get into this weird mindset where you are with these kind of people for so long that you do kind of get, you know, kind of fucked in the head, I feel like. Mm. And so I feel like he could have accomplished the same task, slightly less aggressive, perhaps. And maybe he did so to show off more. Well, because he was trying to was so his ultimate plan is he was trying to rise through the ranks of the British military um, so that. He could, there's a certain position that determines like sending out gun shipments to different battalions throughout India. And so his plan was to reach that position and then use his power to send a bunch of guns to his old village because apparently his entire village was trained to fight. Um, and then a lot of the, them, but they, they never had any weapons. And yeah, so they had like when, wooden when the British military came to get them, they had one rifle out of all of them. And so obviously it didn't, it didn't go very well for them. Well, the rifle was also, the, this is where the governor comes back in and play as well. The like main Hazab man of the tribe mm-hmm. was a ex military man right. for the British empire as well. And yeah. before they realized how absolutely gruesome and like, extreme they were going to be and so it just shows he changed and started this tribe and you know had all these rebel people because of what he saw the governor do with the whole like thinking he wasn't like an indian man's life isn't worth even like a british bullet and so yeah so this this guy goes back to his home village and teaches everyone how to fight and um they so the the main idea is even though they only had that one rifle, they actually held off the British army for a good amount of yeah, time. Yeah, very oh, well. Absolutely. And they kept having to retreat, retreat, retreat. Yeah. And there was like, what, like 50, 60 yeah. like British men. And so he, he tells 
So if this is like before our main story. So it's like kind of in flashbacks and stuff. He tells this little kid uh, who is Raju. He says, if this is what we can do with one rifle, imagine what we could do if we all had rifles. Mm -hmm. And so then later in life, he like makes a promise to his fellow villagers that he is going to go and bring everyone rifles. Mm. About that scene as well. So we see that scene twice. Of course, the end one being like the longer proper story. But the first one we saw, we just saw a little boy mm. shoot that head honcho man, yep. um, man of that tribe. And for me personally, when I saw that and we didn't know he was a good guy yet, I thought it was like, oh my gosh, they probably was one of those things where they took him as a child and brainwashed him and trained him to fight for the British. And that's us like seeing him being used already by the British to like kill other like Indian tribes, yeah. you know? So I was just like thinking like, Oh, this dude is like an innocent, like boy who's been brainwashed or something. Mm -hmm. No, no, it's more into it. <laughs> you're, you're like the middle. Oh, part. okay. I just don't want to be too loud. No, you're good. Uh, but yeah, no, I thought it was interesting. Cause then I, we saw it again and I was like, Oh no, he does have like, he, and he still has his tribe. Like not everyone died. Yeah. He's not like this orphan child who right. is living with the British for his whole life. Like right. he did have a family and a connection and like he was like um, had emotions, you know? Okay. So next question here. How did you guys feel about the bridge scene? Mm, oh, right, right, right. They're saving the kid on the water. Yeah. Um, I think that was the very first moment. There are a lot of times where he had Raju, 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 Raju had the chance to do the right thing and he didn't or it moved on to the next scene or like something else happened so he couldn't do it. Yeah. However, this was the very first time he sees that boy drowning or by the fire and it's one of those like they just like slow panned on him and like really waited for a little bit and I'm not that this movie is not known to do very long wait of <laughs> every scene but um, I feel like in that moment of just sitting there waiting I was like is he about to walk away? Is he going to like scoff and walk away or is he going to help? You know, I feel like it was a really good character development of like, oh, no, he he is not evil. Right. Like he follows the rules of the British, but he's not. He's evil. not let a boy burn to death. Evil. Yeah. 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 And I think that's one of like the hints that we get throughout the movie. Yeah. Of, like because I when I was watching that scene, I saw that as that is him trying to get his way in. So maybe he's playing the game of I'm trying to connect with these people. Yeah. And there's this dude down there. So I'm going to wave to him and team up with him to, you know, save this kid. Yeah. And like, in my mind, he was smart enough to know that that's what he has to do to I get in. Gotcha. Oh. So that's where my mind was. I was like, oh, he's he, okay. So he's like playing the game to get cool with the guy. And then like, and like low key, that is what he was doing. Yeah, that's true. Um, but at the same time, him saving the boy, although like it was a good tactic later on, I don't think that was his initial decision of like, Hey, I'm going to do this so that I can get closer and with the people. Um, but I mean, the, the scene overall was quite interesting. I think, I think it was, you know, him running with a horse and then like, <laughs> yeah, jumping so off and that's another, so there are so many, like, I guess, visual themes, yeah. obviously motorcycle the motorcycle like, and the horse, the mo like, motorcycle and horse, back. um, like constantly like, using motorcycles in the middle of a fight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude. I don't understand. Like I'm, part of me was trying to connect the symbolism with that, like giving the not like I, you would assume the jungle man would get the horse, but the jungle man's getting the motorcycle. So yeah. I'm like, is it two worlds coming together? You know, like this more civilized 
man in the city has mm. the horse and the like urban kind of jungle or not urban, but like jungle man yeah. um, had the motorcycle as like a way to connect their relationship more. Could be. And then obviously horse also reading into the, it way like, too much. Uh, like beam is always like with water and Raju is always with fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even when they like, they end up fighting each other towards the middle of the movie and um, at the very end as well with the whole fire water thing and um, uh, Raju had like a torch and there were like fireworks in the background and then uh, Beam was fighting with the like a, pipes a from hook, a yeah. broken fountain oh yeah, yeah I like didn't the hose. Yeah. I didn't think about that well one time that Beam does go with like the whole fire thing is like or I guess he's encompassing more waters the way he did the whole scene for, to save the kid is he was in the flag that was yeah. soaked in water yeah. and he avoided the flames that way so I guess it's showing like he is water going through mm-hmm. flame I it like it is crazy to me obviously like not a real situation but to imagine someone seeing this kid and immediately coming up with the plan Let's each dive off opposite sides of the bridge. bridge. I will wrap. I will get this flag wet so that you can wrap yourself. You throw me the kid. I throw you the flag. And then you'll be safe when you swing back through the fire. Yeah. And in the span of like five seconds came up yeah. with that plan. That <laughs> like, feels very interesting. And, and, and both of them knew the plan. Right. right. Yeah. Without Just from talked. like. Yeah, they'd be like, it, it, no one saw what happened just now, but we were doing hand motions. Of, you know, and that just signals. Knew. Yeah. I also thought it was a little hilarious that they do this whole swingy, swingy, swing, swing. They just fall into the um, the little boys on a random island. I thought they just threw him on the coast, but he's, I guess, on just some random little like wetland. And then they all just casually fall in the flame water that they were all avoiding and then go and swim and get the boy and just like swim away. And I'm like, if you just casually dropped in the flame water, why didn't you, one of you just like swim yeah. to him? Or why didn't the boy just swim away? Right? Or why, I mean, yeah, why you didn't make the argument that the, the boy's boy nervous swim. and scared or he can't swim. Yeah, or, but that's lame. Get good. Get good. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, why? He was on the coast already. Like, why didn't you just like swim mm. to the boy? And like, you didn't even have to like swim with the boy. You could have just pulled his boat even. Like, yeah. Help him flip the boat, put the boy back in the boat and say, get out of here, son. That, that like, long rope that you had, just throw it to the kid and he yeah. can climb up. Yeah, like, why don't we do that? Like, why? What is happening? Like, what? Tie it around your waist and then... Uh, but that plane isn't as cool. It had no, to be effective I, and badass. Yeah. And then yeah, they yeah. did have multiple slow-mos. And it had to be a, a big enough event for them to have that bond. Yeah, like, like yeah. They, they first time they, they Yeah, connected. so them, them saving this kid together, they become immediate best friends. Oh, the most hilarious comically Like, almost, like, bordering on... Like maybe a, a little homoerotic. <laughs> I know, and it's for this. Like movie. it's like a prince finds a princess, and they're like galloping into the jungle with like butterflies. Or like you know, go like there's a scene the when they're yeah. when they're about to go to the party. He's like, you can't go like that, and like and like starts Brush like his gives hair, yeah, and, like made, <laughs> gives him a makeover essentially. And I'm like, what is happening? I was like, and they're also how? like ten year old boys with like jumping in the smoke of the train and being like, <laughs> I'm just like, trying to imagine doing? like people who are like super super like anti-gay like it in it like a, I, I guess i don't know the specifics of india's government but pretty sure they're they're pretty strong on the anti-gayness maybe i have no idea i have no idea i think they are though but um just like imagining people that are like part of that culture seeing, seeing this that. and then just thinking it's good, like yeah this is just what bros do yeah, yeah <laughs> like, like totally there's normal. nothing gay about this nothing like their, their mind just doesn't even register. Right, it. Like, like it just completely. <laughs> yeah, 
But um, yeah, so they became immediate best friends. They did everything together. And and again, this is while we know what in the midst of us. Sorry. So, you know, how you just said it was like weirdly like almost like they were trying to date. And that's weird for India. So I looked it up because I remember in one of my cultural classes I took, they talked about the relationships of they talked about the relationships of like uh, different cultures. And in India, like the men have a very, very strong bond. It's very common for men to have strong bonds. Like, like, bro, like here it says in like a uh, different wording, like bromance is a strong part of Indian tradition. It's different from same sex attraction though. Interesting. Like it is very common for them to make like super hella bromance, like man friends. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can see that. I mean, yeah. It looked like it obviously in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think for like us, that was like almost like misleading when we were like, what is happening? So are you trying to say that? But that's what I'm trying to say. Like, I feel like, for are we us, soft? It are we the soft ones? It feels like not sexual, but like like um, non uh, non pl- platonic. Like mm. it seems like there's like a deeper relationship than them just being yeah, friends. like hella bromance, yeah. right? Or but is like, that just like, or is it just because we're we're thinking it like ones. that? Like yeah, we think oh they're dating, <laughs> yeah. but like and to us like if you think of like a very basic like. American culture. It's yeah. very like, hey, bro, what's up? How you doing? Right. Like, don't like touch me. Ew, that's gross, right. you know? But it's like for Indian culture, it's like very, it's much more like romantic friend, bro. Right. But that, like but not that, at like, all like same sex. No, no, no. That's why I said not attraction, but like that's exactly what I'm trying to say is like it feels heavily romantic, which like when we think about a romantic relationship, we're like, no, it's like, that's like gay romance. That's it's a bromance. Yeah. But for them, like it's not romantic. It's just like that's just good friendship. Right. Yeah. Like right, they don't right. even register the idea of it possibly being romantic. Yeah, that's right. I think we're all saying the exact same thing. No, we are, we are. And I think it's like interesting that this movie having is being produced and filmed in India. Yeah. Um, is is showing that. And it's I think it's cool how us from, you know, the American side of culture is, you know talking about it and like noticing that hey like you know that gives us like different ideas different ideas but we are still respecting india as a whole of like and we're acknowledging it we're we're letting the viewers know and i think that's like a good point to make um yeah it's just it's definitely one of those things where it's just like you realize very quickly that depending on your background you take different reactions and like you know like physical and like mental kind of interactions between people mm-hmm. it, depending who's watching it could it just be taken much differently yeah um and then okay so saves the kid and that's his fire moment and then the water moment for beam is or no that's the jungle like is that him catching a tiger his water oh, sorry, moment? That, yeah that was that before was this, before this. Okay. so we had the the intro with raju and mm-hmm. then right after that is beam's intro where he is being chased by a wolf and then the wolf gets he like on like purpose intercepted how was it on purpose I yeah yeah, yeah. he put smeared he poured blood on him to smell like something that a predator would want to chase and this was because as we like find out later he was capturing jungle animals to attack right as his like big but jungle like, scene why not just go straight for the tiger why would he purposely attract no the he didn't first? mean to do the tiger oh yeah that's what i was asking oh well, i thought you said wolf yeah no i think it was half half he was running and then he saw like the tiger and prince. so he like went for it he was like oh i might as well get this yeah he also formulated a plan in five seconds 
And he followed the so tiger footprints. And yeah. And so then he, he went for the tiger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I think it was, you know, him running. But it's weird because, like, I guess he did have that trap set up. So he's, like, getting running through it. Do you think that trap, I guess it... Because uh, it was obviously, they, yeah, they had, they were just like the hooks were on a little piece of well, wood and you were wolf, like, did I've, you think, yeah, yeah, but like, I, mean, I think they built the fun. trap for it was a also, wolf yeah. and just how, happened to have a tiger instead. How convenient yeah. and hilarious. Okay, so you have this wood piece. Wouldn't you believe that you'd have two rings on each side of the rope and you put them both like hooked onto that piece of wood? Mm. But yeah. conveniently, when it fell apart and he had to grab both sides and put them together, it was a hook and now a ring. Yeah, hook and a ring, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay, you well, why would you place. use a hook and a ring? Now I would do not already connect them. So that, like, it would have, it should have been two rings. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm with you. Like, that was just like, it's something to help out the movie because I knew later on he... Yeah, because then he gets to, to do his cool them. flex moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a lot of flexing and muscles and veins in the Bro, movie. yeah. The, these two dudes were ripped. Yeah, they absolutely ripped. shredded. But they also have like, I suppose, actual like metal skin. Because the tiger swiped at him multiple times. Like, not like, I mean, oh, he no. Yeah, he across the street. Yeah, huge. super, super, like, they Massive, were not huge. deep at all. Like, they were super surface level <laughs> laceration. You know, like, that would have, that like have been much at deeper. least 60% of this movie was you just pointing out, like, medical things. <laughs> No, like, I'm just like I'm not, not I'm just saying that's not, that's that's not realistic. Like. <laughs> <laughs> one one of the things that she said was, "Oh, that blood is that blood is too uh, thin. It would have clotted already." And we we're like, you <laughs> "Well, okay, I'm just nerd. saying she he literally poured a like bowl of blood on his head. I'm like, you're and it was like the thickest, most like maple syrup like because it was clotting molasses no (laughs) like literal molasses pouring down his body and i'm like no that would have been chunky with a bunch of freaking clots and like just slapping down his body unless you're like cutting someone's like throat and it's dripping on your face yeah but i mean having talked about the the tiger and then the coyote as well yeah what did you think about that cgi excuse me yeah so that's i think the wolf was, uh, I think, more poorly done than the tiger. I think so. I think, the, I mean, I the tiger was it. the main part of it. So they put more money they into probably that. probably put more money into that. But the, yeah, I feel like the the tiger by itself looked really good. Like the CGI yeah. of the tiger was is nice in isolation. I think the part that makes it obvious that it's CGI is them putting the tiger in the jungle in the jungle and then making it move right because i think started to get you can kind of tell that it like i don't know if it's something about like the shadows or like reflections but like our brain just knows yeah the the tiger just didn't look like it was really in the scene i felt like your brain kept telling you like that's wrong that's not right that something feels off i think like my mind read it as like almost like the the film is like let's say it's shot in 1080p right yeah but then the tiger was 720p and you're like Right. Like it's it's not bad, but yeah. like there it's just not well, the same quality. Yeah, the resolution is not <laughs> Yeah, it's up. like a little bit out of focus. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, no, I just wanted to, to ask about that. Um because the tiger, that was the first introduction that we got right. in the movie. Yeah. To an animal. It also was confusing. This is also when we were first introduced once more to like a weird green powder substance that they are using in this jungle. And oh, right, because I, the tiger yeah, broke we did, loose, right? I think that would have been that, first. I think that's the first green powder, actually. But oh, that was, wait, are you talking about the green powder? I'm talking about the green powder. Like sleeping stuff. Yeah, to make him go to sleep when they first captured him. Right, so what happened? 
Like, wh- why do they throw that? It's just for the for the viewers, okay, or listeners, both. I mean, you can watch the screen of whatever device <laughs> yeah. you're listening to this on. <laughs> Maybe one day we'll we'll start, you know, taping our, each other and doing taping that. each other. <laughs> I'll tape you if you tape me. <laughs> All right, <laughs> pulls out tape. No, but so I mean, they caught the tiger, right? Uh. Uh huh. Uh, uh. So <laughs> they caught the tiger. We, we started talking about the wood and the rings and keep going. Sorry, so and he's trying to get you to talk about his flex scene. Yes. <laughs> what did you think about him with his shirt off? Mm, the left nipple was sliding uh, all around the right. Right. <laughs> for me, that's just a no go. Yeah, they end up catching the tiger in this net trap. Oh, my whole point was saying green powder. <laughs> the green Wait, powder. Why did they need to use the green powder? That's what I'm getting. Wait to. till I get there. So the hooks, there's no loops. <laughs> the the ropes aren't strong enough because obviously, like we were talking earlier, I'm pretty sure that trap was meant for the wolf. Right. And so the tiger is just like shredding through it and Beam is holding the two ends, trying to hook them together. But before he's able to hook them onto each other, the rope snaps. Mm-hmm. And so the tiger comes at him. And so he has like, he... His buddies like, were in the yeah, tree. Yeah, yells yeah, up to his buddies room. in the tree and they throw a little ball down to him and he like chugs it and it hits the tiger right in the nose Mm -hmm. and then makes it fall asleep. And then this is also the part where it was also super unrealistic where he was getting just freaking mauled by this tiger as it was slowly falling asleep on him. I was like, I mean, the time. The, the, so the, yeah, slash. The, <laughs> slash, the first slash. three of them were full on. I'm a tiger. You die now. And then it got right. like in less but intense. I, I think he was already at that point holding the tiger back a bit. Yeah. You know, he was, because he had grabbed the, the pot like here. The shoulder areas yeah. of the arm. And so they was yeah. just like swiping at his back. Yeah. So he, I think like, if he would have made contact, he would have fucked him up. But since he was just so strong and muscly. <laughs> he yelled in that tiger's face at one point. Uh, he did. Yeah. The tiger like roared at him. And yeah, he, he like straight up was like, rawr. <laughs> I wanted the like, tiger to flee, but. Yeah. I honestly oh, was sure. waiting for some Tarzan shit where they were, like, they were going to talk it out or something. God, amazing. <laughs> Hello there. Yeah, so I mean. The tiger then fell asleep and like while the tiger was falling yeah. asleep. And he swatting. said, sorry, thank you for making the sacrifice for us. Or something, yeah. Something like that. So we thought at that point in the he, movie. That, the least, tiger dead. Thank you. And then, Although you said you saw it breathing when it was laying on the ground. I so. did. I did say that. I said, oh my God, I think it's dead. And then the person in me who refuses to believe any animal died. I was like, no, it's breathing. Oh, so it was breathing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, okay. I saw it, that it was breathing, but I honestly didn't actually think. I, yeah. I just assumed, like, I forgot it was CGI for a moment. I was like, duh, it's a And tiger, then there's please. later, there's a point that was, like, kind of funny. And you see there are a lot of times where, like, you know, obviously being friends with someone kind of clouds your vision a little bit. And yeah. so there are, like, a lot of, even, like, in real life, like, sometimes people will be, like, friends with a criminal. And they yeah. don't know because they're, like, in their head, you can't even conceptualize that person as a bad guy. Right, or like your yeah. brain just naturally ignores those things. Right, someone. and yeah, so like, like well, I mean, they do that thing, but that's you know, that's Whatever. Luca. Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a scene where Raju and one of his like police officer, like coworker, whatever people uh, are just like walking through the street, and they see Beam like further down the street carrying like a full ass cow leg, mm-hmm. and they're just like, oh, I wonder uh, who that's for, and they're just like. I guess they're going to eat. <laughs> yeah. And then we see he's taking it to feed the tiger. Yeah. And that's when we know to like, oh, like that's what he's doing right now. He's just collecting mm-hmm. animals. 
We don't exactly know the yeah, plot. You never really, yet. you never, no. they, until it happens, you don't, you don't know. know. Like, also, at that point, you just think the tiger. You, I, the whole time I was like, oh, yeah, he's going to release the tiger. Right. We we thought it was just and one. Yeah. No, bro. They have like fucking 30 they animals. Have, they have the jungle yeah. in their there was, truck. There was one clip where, uh, I don't remember which one it was, but one of them literally picks up a leopard and throws it at another guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, you're not attacking me. You're attacking him. Yeah, I did like, though, because I remember while the scene was happening, we were talking and y'all were like, wait, so did they like spend a bunch of time in like train all these animals but they, they like make a point of showing like no beam was getting it yeah it's like the animals will also attack the good guys yeah. they're just like they're to they're just that much stronger slash they understand the animals and how they attack them. yeah because before the attack happened they were already doing a defensive maneuver right um yeah let's see here <laughs> And they did, they set up even the, um, because how they get the animals into this party, because there's two huge gates. Oh yeah, and time you, perfectly. Yeah, and they set it up earlier in the film when Beam is with a uh, British white lady that, uh, Jenny, her name's Jenny. <laughs> no, her name is, don't call me um, whatever, Sar, she. Oh, yeah. Uh, just call me shorter, Jenny. She has a very long name. <laughs> um, so, but, so we see while he's in a car ride with Jenny, they have a big wooden door that like two soldiers just open. And then there's like a second inner door that has like a full mechanical system. And it's like iron. Yeah. And, way more protected on right. the inside. Yeah. And so in order to get all these animals into that like courtyard, they had to time it perfectly like wait until the wooden door is closed. And then the second the iron one opens, they just blasted a truck right through yeah. the gate. Yeah. That was impressive. Front. Yeah. But we, that's like, that's like way at the end ish yeah. or middle ish. That's, that's middle. middle that's straight middle. Yeah. Bro. yeah the the part where they close. fight each other at the party with all the animals is in the middle because yeah. after that, we still yeah. have way so many beam, beam goes to jail, uh, gets whipped, escapes. Then Raju goes to jail. Then beam has to go rescue. <laughs> Raju goes to jail, gets put in a hole. Right. And yeah, Biju comes. He gets de hole. Gets like, Pian's d hold <laughs> yoinked out of the hole like it's like on like really focusing on this hole but they've here. broken they've broken or i don't know if they've like broken but they really fucked up his legs before he got put in the hole so then we get another super badass action scene where they're literally like totally um, not realistic well no for sure like zero percent realistic guys. but like, you know like at um, first i was like you know what yeah, that could be a thing, like you know, carrying the gun on yeah. shoulder. He's punching, but right. then it became like I just, they were like, they were like right. doing, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they started doing like some crazy maneuvers with like, yeah, flying around, <laughs> doing like, cartwheels with each other on top of so much. The climbing of the tower really was my favorite thing in the whole. The weird my thing shit is, is them running. Yeah. Raju has the two rifles. Is shooting people and then lowers his hands and beam reloads well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean. Just some crazy stuff that yeah. they thought of. And then they climbed some tower yeah. and did like a, they, they like a straight up flippy straight deal. jumped off this like 40 foot tower. Yeah. Then 20 feet down, grabbed like a light pole and like swung off of that yep. into the jungle, into the jungle. And Super they casually realistic. land. Like I yeah. didn't just break every le- like, On like bone two, two that feet I had. Carrying two men. Like, Catches a Beautiful. forty foot drop. That Beautiful. physics makes sense. <laughs> I love that. Definitely take the impact of that. I love that came into this movie. Is like this is perfect. 
Love it. Love every second of the beautiful action filled movie. Like there's nothing like you in the Avengers. It's like, I want less fight scenes. This looks terrible. Uh, I never said I wanted less fight scenes. I said, I don't think we need more. more. Yeah. Well, and here you're like, so many more. And here you're like these two guys jumping off a 40 foot tower. Love it. Legit. But this was Straight this was like someone in the face mid. This wasn't down. just yeah. a fight scene for a fight scene. There it was like part of the story is them yeah. escaping the prison. Yeah, yeah. But no, I thought that was a great, like hilarious fight scene. And then they go into the there. jungle and then Um He's officially now known as a bad guy. I mean, I feel like there's just so much that goes on in this movie, like mm-hmm. little scenes yeah. that like I think we will be skipping. Yeah. Just because they don't pertain to the story. Like Or it's like a 10 minute scene that could be told in one like sentence. Yeah, because prior to this, there's like tons of time of like them finding them finding like one of the freedom fighters and then like him showing that he's a bad guy to this one guy. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, him running away. And then also like that dance scene, the dance battle. Mm -hmm. Oh, bro, let's talk about the freaking dance battle. I mean, like those are like little nuances that I think if you just think about the holistic view of the movie, you're going to skim over. Yeah, the, the, have to the, the dance battle had nothing to do with the plot. No, it like but there's, there's, there's like a linear line and then like little I trees. I remember the first up. time I watched this, it blew my fucking mind that there's like legit a whole ass four minute music video inside in this, this movie. In this movie for this one song. Like, full, that's probably where most of their money went. Like, well, <laughs> I mean, I, I was at least expecting the man who got all mad about him be, like liking Jenny and him being a dancer. Jenny. But like... Now you got me Gen- all messed up. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry. Anyways, my point is, I thought Jenny's freaking dance battle white man was going to be a more a part of. No, the he was scene. just he was there for the dance someone, yeah. or get someone arrest someone later on. No, wait. So like, what? What is Jenny like? Where what is, Jenny? is Jenny? Where does is Jenny? Yeah, for the people that don't know, like what why she, she came into the movie or why she's important to the she's plot. She's the like, cousin of the governor. She's the nep- She's the governor's niece. nephew. Niece. niece. Right. She's so she stays so she stays in this you know yeah. big old house crazy but she's home. the only good british person in yeah. the whole world apparently he yeah. noticed that like she stood stood up for one of the brown people while he was getting beat because he I forgot love you keep saying brown people <laughs> well that's what they say in the movie okay <laughs> okay I'm but... <laughs> um one of the indians one of the indians one um, of the people of that of india right well anyway so she stepped in front of a soldier, like giving him an ass whooping yeah. because she knows it's wrong. Mm-hmm. And so that caught Beam's eyes. And then Beam also put the puzzle piece together that, hey, she lives in this big old house. So if I can get close to her, maybe I'll get maybe close I'll get to in. people who are more important. And then at yeah. one point, the first time he actually talked to her, remember at the farmer's market, he made this like bangle thing. Oh, yeah, because, because she finally revealed that they, a they had girl. gone out like two times before and then on I think yeah. on the third I mean, he time, also liked her yeah so. no he like straight up liked her yeah. but then during one of their dates he finds out that Molly or Mally or something like that I don't remember oh the little girl's the name? little girl Mal- fi- finds out that she is in the like it's not really a palace I don't know what to call it but the, the place where the governor is staying the manor yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. manor mm-hmm. um, so yeah he finds out well they're um they're at the market. She's looking at dresses and Beam is like, no, these are for little girls. And she's like, oh, well, we have a little girl. 
And that's uh, where he was like, and yeah. he was like, well, what's her name? Because his, I don't think he said, he didn't ask about Wait, her really? name. Did no. he ask about her name? No. Oh. She, I think, I think she just says the name. The actually. girl's name. Oh, that's what I was like. I thought her name was involved. But, um, but yeah, so that's Beam's like entire point right now is because that little girl was taken in the beginning. The village sent him to go and get her. Mm-hmm. Right. And so he's been like all over trying to find out where she is and get her back. And, and finds out that he's with the governor or she's he, with the governor. She's with the governor. And then he also like, you, you see when he finds that out, he goes like stone cold. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's like, shit, I need to like give her a message. So right. another just, one of these how? crazy yeah. movie scenes where he goes to this one stand and he like pushes yeah, they, this guy off. He's like, I need to do something real quick. I need honestly, to make this. Both him and Raju, there are like moments where they just like, you just discover that they've had this skill that takes people thousands of hours to master. And they're like, right. I also know how to do this. He, by the he's way. like, by the way, I'm going to do this real quick. And, and in the time of her, like liking the dress and buying the dress and right. like receiving the dress in that time, he went to like the stand and sat down right across the market, found a jewelry. He's like, can I borrow this real quick? The Made like, sure, sure he had the exact, <laughs> okay. he was making the exact design he needed to portray the correct message. Yeah. Because yeah. what was a bingle? Like, if she had just bought a bingle for her, would she think that he's coming and she actually just got her jewelry? Like, how no, the, wide the that? The bingle, it had uh, letters in it. It had, it had, it was, had a wording around it. So it was, it was a like, message. hey, it's Beam, I'm coming to get you. Yeah. But the, dude, the market dude that he stole the seat from already had a huge yellow block and it's like a... It's yeah, but just that like, was just the... The yellow is just the base. That was the raw material. added lettering to it. Yeah. When? Exactly that's what I'm saying. Like while, while he was doing it, he like wrote things on it, and like when she gave it to the kid, the kid like took it and like read it. Yeah. Oh, it, I it wasn't up, just like I thought there was already symbols like on the yellow part, and uh, he was just like you know heating it up and pulling it apart. No, no, no. And I was just like, he, he made a custom one for the girl. Yeah. And then the white people probably couldn't read it anyway, so yeah, he, yeah it was right. a hidden they, message. They don't know in the open, like. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I, 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 I mean, I also did think it was like a cute scene when uh, the, the governor's niece came back home and yeah. then gave like you met the girl in like this big old, basically a jail cell yeah. cage. It's just like AKA trying to look like a little kid's room by having yeah. a bed. And like she like you could see that the the Jen, that the Jenny, that Jenny, Jenny was the one who was trying to make the room look more like a kid's room because she was getting yeah. a toy. And a, Jenny was definitely putting in the effort to make her feel good. And, and I'm then, almost wondering if they lied to her and told her this was an orphan girl and we're helping her or something. Because I, I feel like she would have been hella it. like, uh-huh. you stole this girl. I guess what she was. Well, she, I mean, it? she was bought. And I think back then slavery was a thing. So yeah, it doesn't really true. matter. But no, what I was getting at is like when she got the dress, she was like still like sad and like crying or yeah. whatever. And then she got the like little armband and then yeah. she like you saw her face like light up and change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like she was actually, I know that I'm thinking, a pretty good actor. Yeah, for being, actress, really? for being a child. For being a kid. I like, mean, she was I I felt like that was so dramatic when she was hmm. Like I felt like an emoji. Like, hmm. Luca, how do you feel about gendered job titles? Well, gendered job titles. I you, you said actor and then corrected yourself to actress. Actress, yeah. Isn't that like a respect thing? So is an actor... Some like, people would say it's a disrespect thing. Oh, here we go. I'm, I, just, I, I'm just asking you guys. I, I think... I don't know. Like, I'm just trying to get the thought In yet. my mind, when someone said... Like, talking to a woman actress, like, I feel like she would want to be called actress. 
There's a lot of I mean, I, people I feel like, who want to be called actors. Though. Right. There's, I mean, there's going to be. Because like the argument would be like. That it's a gender you, neutral. You, you wouldn't call a female doctor doctress. Like just use the job title instead of trying to change the word to make it sound feminine. Yeah. Well, I didn't make up that word. It's just a word that you no, use to, know, to but, categorize a woman actor. I but why know. do you need to categorize a woman actress? I don't know. That's but that's the same thing as like, how do you just, if you don't take it into negativity, then you can just say the, like, why is it that we're regulating what a female actress is and not a male actress? I don't know. You could just be like, I guess if you could prove that like actor came first or something. hundred percent. You can. <laughs> So then I guess you could take it wrong. But if like yeah. a word is created at the same time, then it's not necessarily putting immediately the mindset of the woman is on the side. Yeah. But I you mean, know when words are being created, women were on the side. Yes, because, I mean, yes. I mean, I agree. Sexism is baked into our language. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say, though, is like just in the language. I so I use it for it. I don't I don't think I put enough thought into that word. Um, but I mean, being asked about it, like, sure, I think. Any feminine title is weird because I feel like the male title can usually be used for both parties. Right. And, and, and also, I get that's nowadays, like a way to, people like, identify as so many different things that it's really hard to categorize and make people feel accepted if you have a he, she kind of like compartmentalized word. Because, like, if you're trying to say like actor is for men and actress is for women, well, then, then where what do about this like very large part actors? of the population of right. people, where do they belong in that? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think it just makes the women and like the title make them put them in like the promiscuous kind of category of like, mm. I don't know, it's old English. I think it's, you know, just as bad as our constitution. So <laughs> if you uh, don't agree, you can write to us at, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. if you also are not LGBTQ. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm just sure. Actor. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't trying to correct you. I just like, I found, I was like, hey, let's talk about this for a second. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. I just, it's how it was taught, I guess, back in the day, is that a woman actor is I called actress. I feel like I yeah, never think about it. I simply also just say actor because I more often, I don't know, I just think about actor. Everyone. I mean, it's just granted in my language. I think it's just a short language. I mean, word. in my language, though, you, you have you words have, for yeah. male and females all the time. So that it's is just crazy to me. to me still that German has that because the Netherlands, like Dutch had like also male, female, and we changed it. Yeah. So I'm like, why y'all not change it? I don't know what to tell you. It's a lot of effort though, because I I like there were there are some words I feel like it's like, hard to unlearn. I feel like yeah, yeah, like your grandparents or something will say one thing or know the gender of things more, and it's yeah. also hard because but also gender those and rules are still technically in place doesn't really make any sense because like we had this discussion so many times even while we were trying to learn French is like when languages that have like gendered words. Uh, yeah, like is a like, table is obviously, or a, a wall is microphone female. is female, but a chair is male. So right, no, I mean, that's German right there for you. But that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. It doesn't. But in the language, I guess if you're talking about it, it does. Like it, I don't know. It's well, just it's like, just one of those things you memorize. Yeah, it's just like you. If you tried to think of a reason, it's that way. You can't think of one, but you just accept it because that's how it is. There are a lot of English words as well, like that, where you there's not really a rule for it, but everyone knows you say it like this, not like that. Mm, yeah, but anyway. The movies. <laughs> yeah. Um, I okay, also so, would like to say okay. one scene that I really enjoyed was this. That sounds cruel now that I've said I said it. I enjoyed it. In this order. However, the part where uh, Beam is getting tortured and getting hit by the whip. She be, enjoyed that. And that's why I'm saying it, it's going to sound weird right after I said that. But I really, I thought it was really empowering how he refused to kneel and he yeah. stood up and like there's blurred everywhere. <laughs> I was going to say, how did you feel? Because that is the, that was the second, 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that blood that would fast. never run down the also, dirt channel. It's it would have soaked in. <laughs> <laughs> it would have spilled to the side. It was not What the hell? Um, I no, I. It just was empowering. It was. I was out. Yeah, so that's why I was going to sing a song. That's what I was going to ask song. is the song that he sang while he was being flogged. So that was the second oh. time that there was like a musical number because there that was a musical. Yeah. A this, number. The, the movie had like four musicals built yeah. into it. Oh, um, oh, I see. I am understanding the word musical differently. I, so do you mean like a song? Like they broke out in song yes. like properly. Yeah. Like I, song like I feel like you know when people I, break out into songs and movies, they they're dance. called musicals. Interesting. So <laughs> I, he never danced though. It was just him singing and is still continuing on with this. Like, I feel well, like that scene they didn't dance. Me, they danced in the previous one. Yeah, but, I, but this this scene this doesn't feel like some sort of, like a part of a musical simply because I think for me a musical is when the other parts of the audience are not recognizing that this person is singing. They just see it as them still continuing acting. But I think the whole point is the fact that he was supposed to be singing for the people as a statement because it was one of their like more spiritual songs that they sing mm. and so he's like rallying up it's like the same thing as if like he starts i don't know singing the star spangled banner you know what i mean it's not part of like a musical act it's not like ever they're just singing about what he's doing he's doing it that, to gain that, a reaction that's another thing that i think made it hard because we watched the film with english dubs the first time i watched it i they didn't have english dubs so i just watched it with subtitles you watched the og version right and that was also dubbed yeah, yeah, so I don't know the production behind it, but the language that the movie was filmed in is not the language that it was like, um, did not dispersed. What's the like business or word for sold? <laughs> distributed. <laughs> distributed. That's the word I was looking for. Thank oh, you. yeah, let's go. Uh, when the movie was distributed, the language that they distributed in is not the same as the one it was filmed in. Right. Uh, so it's like when, when we're watching the English dub, it obviously doesn't line up with what their mouth is saying. But even if you watch the parts where they're speaking their like native language, it also doesn't line up because that's not actually what they're saying. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah. I know. I don't know what you just said. Yeah, I know. I know. Thank you. I, I, just, know. I was just trying to concentrate so hard and I just started like making your voice into a tune and I was like, uh, to a tune? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> She's like, <laughs> okay, hit that okay, beat. Oh. <laughs> so, what did you have to say about that? <laughs> yeah. So I'm putting, you know, really adding to it. Um, just it really, yeah, it explores right, and okay, defines. You're done. <laughs> You're done. Honestly, though. I'm going to play it off. <laughs> I didn't tell you, I didn't listen, and I said that. No, 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 I knew you didn't listen. You didn't have to tell me. Wait, in that part, where did it, how did it get to the dancing? I mean, that was. No, no, that wasn't the dancing. It was, he, that was way was, before. Yeah, yeah. The, the dancing one was before. before this one is when he was cow. getting flogged, and then yeah. they were like, just kneel, and he didn't, and then he like started singing the song. About, okay, so that's what I was getting at. Because we were watching the dubs, when it, during songs, they didn't, they didn't dub the songs. So every time they sang, that was still yeah. I noticed in that other lined language. up, and I wasn't sure if that was a quinkadinky. Um, because obviously, it's like you'd have to like rewrite the song because stuff wouldn't rhyme in English. Right, right. But um, mm -hmm. when I watched the first time and I had subtitles on, 
I got subtitles for the songs. Yeah, I didn't, so I don't understand that means with the subtitles, I like knew what they were singing about. Yeah. But when we were watching it this time, you're just like, it's it a was over your head, right? Kind of thing. But from my memory, it's been a while since the first time I watched it. But um, I think the song that he's singing then is like singing to himself, like "Beam, don't give up, your country needs you," kind of a song. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then the people around him are hearing that, and they're like, "I think so." He's fighting for us, yeah. And whatever, yeah. And so is that's the point also where the revolution kind of begins, almost where he gets the people riled up. Because they, they break down those barriers. Well, we can see that there's there have already been some uh, some like riots because like that's the same thing as the first scene with Raju is all of those fire people scene. like trying to go break into this like it's I don't know what that building was supposed to be for because it's literally like a tiny little outpost like post, with barbed wire post. around it. Yeah, like a military outpost. Yeah, but yeah, so Checkpoint. I think it's just like. Like across <laughs> India, there have been several of these riots, and this is just what happened to like to be fuel there. up this crowd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Yeah, and that's kind of another one of those like crazy scenes. Like this dude's getting whipped by this crazy. You can see it like dragging across his skin. Yeah, and he, like looks down, and, like, and that, like smiling. Ugh. You'd think though that it would tear him up more, or yeah, that it wouldn't sure. even like let loose because they, they demonstrated on a piece yeah, of wood it would and hella it get stuck in like your tendons and your muscles right. and like medical things <laughs> and it would go into the deep fatty tissue layer and, and then your tibia and then yeah it would like scratch your bone which means that no. you're dead <laughs> no but yeah I mean would, to that though. point seriously it like, would it would like get caught in there and it would also just drag so deep you'd see bone I, mean, I, I don't like, even know if it, that, that kind of piercing would be able to drag because it's not like they're like spikes. So like, I mean, if there's a man who's actively taking up motorcycles, off. I think he would be able to yank. <laughs> yeah, true. It on. I don't think a normal person would be able to. Yeah, and if if I don't know if we've said that yet during you know this movie, these guys they're like superhuman powers. I can pick up vehicles. Guys are so strong. They're like yeah, so Elena, just like Elena said it. several times uh, towards the beginning. She was like. So is this a superhero movie? Yeah, like, are I these guys like, superhuman? Well, it's was, true. Yeah, I was like, I was confused. I thought it was going to be like a mythical thing. Like, we go into like this tribe has this person that they worship, and they're actually like it's like Black Panther vibes is what I was getting. Ah, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, basically. I mean, he had, they had the strength of Black Panther for sure. So I um, thought it was like a tribal thing where they like have their warrior. But at one point you just kind of accept it in the movie. Yeah, it's and like, then you're like, yeah, these guys tough. are strong. Yep. You're like, these are just why strong guys. You're, yeah. you're like, oh my God, there was a moment. No, you know why they're so strong is because him. even being fed only once a week, they're still doing fucking full up songs. He's like, mm, I'm all right with it. I'm fine, chilling. Um, so but, yeah, like having spoken about all those scenes from the dancing scene to, um, like the scene of him starting to sing or whatnot. Mm-hmm. I have a question. Like when those scenes hit, do you feel like the movie is trying to force that down your throat of like, hey, this is what we're trying to get across? I don't think so. Cause it did I mean, I guess you could say every movie is like inspired by like even the dance events. part. Even the dance part. You have to like keep that but in account too. From what I remember of the like I, the song they sang at the dance party was like completely just about dancing and having fun. So. Right. But I like even like songs where he's like talking about rising up and like defeating the British. Like, I don't know if that would necessarily apply the same way. Cause that's like, I don't know. That's such a specific message and current India 
isn't under British rule. So I don't right. know, like I guess I, I I wouldn't be able to think of what the connection is there. Uh, that Yeah, I mean, I, I see that. I just feel like the scenes were so forced to get something across, whereas it could have been just a little bit smoother. How do you mean? Um, because like like we, while talking about the movie, if I would draw a picture of what I think the movie timeline looks like, yeah. it would be like linear bubble, 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 bubble. Like these bubbles are what we're talking about, but like, they're just like, so they're like a punch, like a, now this is what we're going to talk about. And then now this is happening and this is why. Okay. And now this thing is happening versus like more of like a fluid t- kind of dynamic. It was like very puzzle PC. I, 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 I see what you're talking about. Yeah. And so that's why I'm like curious. Like, do you, do you feel like it was put on you? Like, Oh, like, Oh, now this thing is happening. That's why. Um, I don't think so. I think it's, it, it took a bit of getting used to because mm-hmm. the like it does really like the plot just jumps from like today this is happening next scene is two weeks later and this other thing is happening right. like, like oh now we're dancing you oh, can follow the story through all of those scenes but they don't necessarily feel connected they're not cohesive right that's why i was like oh, okay no i just felt like i was being like dragged around like even just like you have this whole thing about a little girl getting stolen from a village and then the next scene is a random military guy beating up 100 people and you're like right how yeah, are these together, these yeah. together. <laughs> yeah but like once you you keep you're watching like, oh, yeah, it duh. it just starts making sense yeah it's like they, mm-hmm. they show you this thing force it down your throat they show you this thing force it down your throat there's no line connecting it yet <laughs> and then like all of a sudden like the 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 more things they forced on your throat, the more like yeah. a line appears. I, but I think that it tapers off the longer you watch. Cause like in the beginning, each scene is like very separate, but then like once the story really comes together, then like, mm-hmm. even when it does a random jump, you're like, okay, but I see where we're coming from. Exactly. Exactly. I, I think like that's interesting. That yeah. style almost reminds me of like how a lot of books do that similar kind of thing. It, they, they did more of like By a chapters. Book yeah. Where you have like, you know, in the beginning bolded, what character you're about to, like read about oh, one of those, and so yeah. i feel like it was like it felt like a very like most movies are like we are doing this story and you're gonna go with us through every single timeline and it's all in order you know and mm-hmm. we're kind of telling you why we're going into this new thing whereas like in a book it's really similar where it's like this um it's like anya and a whole story and then the chapter just goes to a blank page with another like with Stuart, and then you know right continues and then they all of a sudden meet the chapters go together Right. No, yeah, I'm totally there with you. Like it felt very booky. Yeah. And that feels kind of more like old timey like tribe, like maybe more of like cultural like storytelling in yeah. Indian culture might also kind of be similar to that kind of way. Yeah. But I think it also helps because the movie was brought to you from multiple multiple different first person perspectives versus yeah, there's a movie. multiple main characters. Yeah, versus a movie where like you're linearly following one person. Which, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there are a lot of things happening that you have to kind of follow, like different timelines, and then put them together at one point. We've been saying. Do you think you touching this cord is going to get picked up? No. Okay. He said no later on. No. Because some sometimes with like when I'm recording, if I even like brush the desk near the microphone, it's like shh. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, we'll be good. Um, You'll hear this conversation though. No. Okay. <laughs> um, Keep it in. What were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So uh, we already talked about Raju's escape when they were doing the like weird piggyback double fisting thing. Uh-huh. But what did you guys think about Beam's escape before that? When, uh, because dur- after, oh, the, after the whole shark, animal fight, he gets arrested. 
And then Raju is like brokenhearted and writes a letter to his fiance. And he's mm-hmm. like, I don't know if I'm doing the right thing. And yes, I want to help my village and bring these guns to everyone, but this is my best friend and I need to help him. And so then he like goes and um, change because he had already achieved uh special officer, I think was his new rank. Yeah, after after he uniform. arrested Beam, he got promoted. And yeah. then when he went to rescue him, um, he like went into the armory and like broke all of the uh, firing pins. Oh, you're putting pins. two things together. No, no, no. Okay. He breaks all the firing pins off so that when he goes, because he figures out that Beam is going to get hanged. Oh, and hung. No, when it's people, it's hanged. Oh, hanged. I know my vocabulary. Oh. A picture is hung, a person is hanged. Ugh. Hate it. Stupid. I'm also a casual English speaker. Uh, <laughs> apparently. No, yeah, yeah. Okay, so hanged. People are going to um, be hanged. Hung. Right, so... That sounds gross. So Raju goes to the armory and breaks off all the firing pins, and he's like, send this to, I guess, the location where he's being held prisoner. And so then when he goes to rescue him, there's this whole thing where he's like... He set up a tree to fall on the road so that the that was because not, the governor was yeah what they, I thought he was going to do um, and so the the tree falls on the governor's car it's like the very end and then there's stuff that happens after this Let's no actually parts. there's a lot that happens after this mm-hmm. because Raj's prison escape is after this oh, prison right. escape see that's one like there's so much happening there's so much going on yeah so he gets shot by the governor and then like rolls in a tree stabs him at one point. Oh, um, sorry. Interrupting your tree stabbing. Is it about medical? That is so bullshit. <laughs> I was going to stab straight into his, uh, oh, okay. his, his windpipe. Yeah, it's not and- medical. It is simply stating. That's bullshit. That- he should have died. He should have died from that tree. No, honestly, opposite. I don't think now that we've given this like parameter of his physical health and now. Shouldn't even have stabbed him. I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have given him a little scratch. Like this tree ends up almost killing him, and he's bleeding out his mouth, and he's like, "Yeah, but he's healed a couple days." Human who like actually gets hurt in like two scenes before that. They did a casual fight in the street with like literal motorcycles hitting him in the head. He was fine, (laughs) and like the fountain scene where he like he gets his literal body slammed into a concrete wall like multiple times as hard that's as true. humanly possible. I mean, and he just like gets up and like does the same thing to Ben. And I'm like, whoa, well, whoa. I think the difference here <clears throat> is because all of those are blunt force traumas and this is not a blunt force. It is a spike. Blunt force can also be very, very detrimental. Um, if you hit someone 20 Especially miles on per your hour head, with a wall, you're going to have no damage versus 20 miles per hour with a spike. It's going straight through Unless your car parts go through you on the wall. That wouldn't be. The car parts would still be stabbing. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. Nice but can I just say, oh. still, it makes no sense. It doesn't make sense. Okay. A lot of the parts in this movie don't make sense. I don't no, know. We established that in the beginning. I don't know. It's not a very realistic movie. I don't know if she missed the part of like him carrying the motorcycle and like swinging it around right. like a lasso and then throwing it. No, at like I honestly, that's that feels real to me. Or like, like one-handed can, picking <laughs> picking people up one-handed and throwing them at a crowd of other people. No, I'm saying like, like yeah, all those legit. things. Yeah, I could do that. Like that all feels good to me. Oh, so all the things that are like I just like the head, all the medical, just the head hitting concrete and not getting hurt and then like a little tree root 
making it so that you're bleeding from your mouth, you're dying, and this was the worst injury ever. Seems legit to me. I so don't know. anyway, he gets all stabbed, stabbed, and then um, his other friend had slipped beam a a little razor, and so which well, was wild. <laughs> yeah. Bitch didn't see none of them people. There ain't no windows. This is a solid wood. There was like like the slot. Yeah, there was like a a little. I think it looked like a rubber slit between like the metal part of the bus. Dark ass wagon. You're looking through these slits at nighttime, and you know exactly where his hands are placed on the bottom. Yeah, I mean you'll see brown hands. (laughs) (laughs) What the? Anyway, yep. so he slits him, he slits him, like, this little... He slits him? In the slit, he throws him, like, the little... He does it right in the slit. Right there, and then he gets the razor, like, So while, while he's sand. being transported to be hanged, he is slowly cutting um, through... Okay. He's slowly <laughs> cutting through the ropes that are holding him, and uh, he manages to cut through right after the whole thing with... Uh, the tree falling and Roger getting stabbed by the tree. Right. And so then he escapes and starts beating up the people and all the soldiers are like, oh, well, we'll just shoot him. There's like 20 of them, but none of their guns are firing. So then they have to like fight him hand to hand and he beats all of them. <laughs> right, right. Oh, and this is that. I thought it was also so sad when he had, he was like, Roger was helping and defending Beam um, so, so much and Beam yeah. did not see it and Beam even hurt him yeah. and hit him. Well, because so there was one him. point where it was like, Raju, um, the little girl, Beam, and then way in the distance was some other guy who had, I, I don't, I guess, managed to fix his gun somehow. Yeah, he just like screwed something in, even though this man cut something off your Yeah, gun. I don't know. I don't really know what he fixed, but he was going to shoot at Beam and Raju saw him. And so he went to shoot. But from Beam's point of view, it looked like he was trying to shoot the little yeah. girl but he was actually shooting like between all of them to hit the other guy with the gun, mm-hmm. which was like sad and wild. Um, so obviously he thought that Roger was trying to kill a little girl. So he like beats the fuck out of him, but then can't like, he ends up deciding not to kill him. He has like a giant wooden spike and then he just right. shoves it in the ground next to him and runs off. And then we even see Roger holding back more soldiers to give them enough time to get Which away. was so insane. It was a one V eight for sure. For sure. Yeah. And, and so that's, that's when he got arrested. Right, right, right. And like that's one of the things that I like admired is that that change of perspectives of yeah. character and how those two traits come together, mm-hmm. came together of like, oh, like, you know, we're fighting almost for the same cause. Right. Although they didn't know exactly what their cause was. Right. And then um, so the reason that Beam goes to rescue Raju later is because obviously the British government is still looking for him. So they like send out like a huge like an battalion army. An yeah. army, basically. and they're like combing through the city, looking in every single building to try and find him. And when they reach the building that beam is in this other lady gets up and like tells them that everyone has smallpox. And of course, all the Which British is so soldiers smart. are like, fuck, get away from me. And yeah. just like run out of the building. Right. Yeah. Genius. And, then- and so she saves beam and he's like, why would you do that for me? And she's like, Oh my fiance like said that we should always try to help people and they're like talking and then she i think they're like trying to start a fire or something and she leans over and her necklace, her necklace falls, falls out, out. and it, she and beam notices that it's the same it's like uh him her and raju have necklaces that like clip together to make a shape right and so he notices that her necklace is the same as his and then he has like this like omg moment like a flashback moment almost the same as when he found out where that girl was right. located um 
And from that moment on, he basically like fell to his knees, felt super bad because yeah. he finally, at that point, that was the first time he realized like, oh, like he was fighting for a bigger cause than yeah. even I was. Because he was like, I was just trying to save this girl, but you're trying to save our whole country. Right. He was just worried about his village. Right. And then his whole plan was like major, something yeah. that he couldn't even comprehend. And I think from that point on, like he knew that he had to write things. And that's kind of where the script flipped. Um, and you know, the girl had a letter sent to her that she has to collect the, his possessions because of his treason. And that's when Raju finds out that he needs to go there. Um, and that's when we get like that funny scene that we talked about earlier right. of him breaking him out. Them, you know, and they, he finds the him by pounding on the ground. Yeah. He finds Raju is the... pounding on the cell wall. <laughs> right. And that like is again, like a throwback to when they first, I think that's a throwback that's to the, thing, yeah, the when they did battle. the dance battle because that's the bump, beat bump. that he did. Yeah. And so, like, the crazy thing, like, his, his ear to the ground, like, listening forward that. Like, it would literally only work boom. if you were, he was just in one giant metal room. Like, all these structures I mean, are. They're extremely strong, so they're really probably just rips it out. Also, I cannot get over how hilarious it would have been, sad it would have been. This man is, like, Beam is looking in other prison holes yeah. not seeing him <laughs> See, and moving on so for He's some other prisoner like or torture Hello. people oh. <laughs> yeah i mean or they were scared of like oh my god is this, you know i'm gonna torture again or they were already dead or yeah or there's yeah. just a skeleton there but yeah so like he just like rips this concrete cage top you can see the, the, the part that he breaks wood. is wooden yeah he did break that wooden part yeah. like through this metal wooden door out and he's screaming yeah. making sure everyone knows he's tearing this wooden door yeah all the soldiers don't know that he's there and that's when we get that hey guys funny, ah, i'm yeah, here ah. hilarious breakout scene and then it goes to like this weird jungle fight yeah they like go and get an outfit with the and arrows they, and everything oh, right, like, that, fire that's water the scene. that's the second super grass medicine scene yeah is because he can't puts, walk he puts the stuff on his uh, knees, on his knees so that he can like walk again a week, and now he's fine he's within like 10 else. minutes he's he's back and yeah like being a badass with his like bow and arrow yeah and apparently he has he's like, like dopest little outfit and yeah, we get a whole flashback where yeah. he's like 11 years old and makes a like mile long shot like a mile long and sniper it's his first shot. shot yeah but then also, I think it's one of those things where this scene kind of made me disappointed in Raju became the main character and Beam became less like powerful. And I wanted Beam to still be the crazy, powerful, cool jungle dude. But he was like, I feel like holding back a lot in that fight scene. And it was just mainly just like Raju doing the whole like um, bowing arrow yeah. scenes and killing everyone and beating everyone up. And then like Beam was underwater for like 20 minutes. Yeah. One, once he came out of the water, he did some pretty cool shit. There was yeah. even, there was one shot that is like, I guess the most, I don't give a shit about physics shot that I can think of in the movie is beam picks a dude up, throws him while he's in the middle of the air. Raju shoots an arrow through his chest and then still flying through the air. Raju walks up and pulls the arrow out of the other side. Right. All yeah. while the guys in the air. Yeah. Yeah, Super fast human <laughs> movement now too. <laughs> and at one point, Elena, you also asked, like, is, how does he still have a full quiver of arrows? And yeah, that's when we see like so many. Shot. There were even moments where he would shoot like two people at once, and you're like, 
the fuck? <laughs> yeah, you're like you're like doing the motions in the air, like you just came and you're like, how the hell? Is this like, going? how are you drawing and redrawing? Like, I have seen YouTube videos of some mad wild bow and arrow scales. That's though. true, but they shoot two arrows at once. I guess sometimes, sometimes they, don't, they don't. We don't always see him shooting those, so maybe also, he was shooting two at once. It's like yeah. how you hold your arrow; you can hold you holding two arrows, let go of one, and reload the next one. If you're like, so just like draw strings. No, you like have your one string. You put your two arrows on there. You're holding it, but you're holding one of the arrows to the side. Oh, I see. Yeah, you'd still have to pull it back. Yeah, yeah, it's still being pulled back, but it's not being released. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's better though if you like, you know, pull, release, and then from one fluid motion, grab your. I actually, I I don't know how serious this is because I'm like not at all into archery, (laughs) but there are like YouTube videos of people talking about it's like if you train correctly, having a like holding your arrows in your hands are is, very, is faster than there are different cultures. Yeah, they, really? They, they discuss yeah. different cultures having different like arrow bone arrow techniques. Yeah. And it's like holding the arrows in your hand right. ended up being way more efficient. And, and so they were, they were like, just like, you'd have wow. like, like a magazine. Your, like your arrow <laughs> hand would yeah. also have a bunch of arrows and then you would just have like seven in this hand and you just like load and you're like somehow releasing one while holding six yeah, other that, ones. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you're just holding him <laughs> And then you can just like a magazine before a magazine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Our hands. Oh, one thing I will have to say about this fight scene, as well as mentioning even like the dance battle and everything, the amount of bloody times that they had scenes where one one of the characters would be somewhere, not even two seconds later at another scene, they are across the like scene in a different area mm-hmm. you know like the dance battle oh yeah they're the on the dance cuts. yeah they're on the dance because yeah, i'm telling you area. it was just a music video yeah it was a music point. video and then he was like by the orchestra and then he was like by the castle and then he was like amongst the crowd and i'm like sir why are you sprinting everywhere and dancing in different places and realistically in the story you're dance battling for the people at the dance battle when you're in a music video you can teleport that's a no i just that's yeah, well you, physics doesn't apply neither does space time i just thought it was uh, so hilarious because then even at the fight scene it was just like them randomly being and literally everywhere possible you would imagine they could be yeah um yeah so after they have that Wait, wait, but we also have to mention during that scene, I just remembered Yeah, one of the guys fell down. He had like that, that chest. This is the scene with like the chest of grenades. Oh yeah. And yeah. he hooked up the grenades and he starts the arrows. putting the grenades on the arrows. <laughs> and he was like destroying these reinforcements in their cars, trucks, and motorcycles. That was super cool. I was really worried for a second. We were going to get a really dramatic scene where he sacrifices himself like oh, his, like like his mentor did. did. Or mentor, yeah. I don't think it was his father. I don't know. Anyway, but yeah. Yeah. And I was supposed to be like, don't do the same thing. Like, really, you're going to sacrifice yourself and kill yourself and explode everyone. Yeah. Um, and then there was the because they the governor from the I, I don't it's like somehow we find out this entire building, every room in this fucking building is filled with explosives. TNT. <laughs> yeah. Like and stuff with like fire hazard one oh one wall. And then in the next room, there's more, more TNT. TNT. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like, like, and it's like a fog next to the like TNT. I'm like, maybe let's not keep our literal bombs. Yeah. The and whole grenades thing. by the TNT. Yeah. And then those the grenades, bombs, TNT were all like, you know, right by the structure of the building because lo and behold, the whole thing fell right. And so he 
Beam I, Beam I has just... another uh, ba- uh, like badass motorcycle moment, and he goes off this. Ra- they do the like horse and motorcycle thing, and Raj is yeah. like, "You take the motorcycle up uh, again." Doing it all with hand gestures because when they're in an action scene, they don't speak to each other. Oh, they don't. <laughs> um, no plan except for hand. Just hand gestures. Yeah. So he just like. Points up to the building and beams like, I know exactly what you're talking about. (laughs) He runs his motorcycle off this ramp. And then in the middle of the air, Raju shoots a flaming arrow, which ignites the motorcycle. And then the flaming motorcycle busts through the wall and (laughs) blows up the first batch of TNT. And then everything kind of goes haywire from there. And What about the governor's wife? I was about to say, so once it fell down. That was wild. That part of watching like the blood drip all over the governor's face. And she, they really put her. They really they put her put in the her, ringer. <laughs> yeah, like literally, she was dead. She, she was yeah. dead. She was dead. Dead. So she basically, was scurry. What, yeah. So basically, what happened is the governor was like hurt, and we boo-boo. thought it was about him. Yeah. But then, like, they, so this is also another part where I thought something different was about to happen because, like, I saw like the blood dripping on his forehead, right? Yeah. But like, I thought it was going to be Raju or something above him. Yeah. No, like, I did too. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, and then he's like looking up, and he just gets like a fist in his yeah. face. But no, he like looks up and it's his wife yeah. in yeah, barbed was, wire wrapped up. Yeah, barbed wire exploded and like dripping and like superhero downing towards him dead. Yeah. And then like, who comes up? Is it Raju that comes up? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Raju, Raju, Raju starts because there's a few the soldiers that are left as well. Guns. So Raju is fighting them. And meanwhile, Beam goes inside and grabs a bunch of weapons to save them from the exploding building right. because he knows that Raju needs those weapons. Right, right. So how convenient. He And you see him got... like drag out these two like three ton crates of guns. Yeah. <laughs> and like in all strong, the scenes, right? all the guns were lined up in a row, like on a rack. Did he personally like fill they up? They had the a few boxes? boxes that were filled already. Yeah, they had they had some so boxes. like pre pre filled. Yeah. Oh, I was going to get to like uh, the scene with the governor. He saw his dead wife right. and he gets shot too, right? Yeah. So he, they, uh, they he not shoots an arrow to keep him pinned. Because that's afterwards. Because I think he, they didn't realize that the governor is still alive immediately because he's fighting the other soldiers. And once he beats all those soldiers, that's when Beam comes out with the other guns right. and slides them down the convenient ramp of building. Yeah. Um, and then he gets to the bottom and he's just like talking to Raju. He's like, hey, look, all these guns. And then while they're talking, you see the governor of the background go and pick up a pistol. And he's like, you idiots. And then while he's about to load the gun, Raju does the arrow and it like makes him fling the bullet up into the air. And yeah. then Raju catches it and gives him the same speech about this is, this is worth more than my life. huh? And I'm going to show you. <laughs> I'm going to give it back to you. In a, like, yeah, if it's worth so much, let me give it back to you. And then he, like he shot him. Yeah, he was like, "Wait, no, don't do it!" Yeah, but he, the screaming the scene, guy. like the governor's begging for his life for so long, I'm like, "This does not feel like an evil." Yeah, yeah. Scene. I think the governor. I mean, that kind of shows, though, like the cowardice he acts like sometimes. Being, yeah, so cool, but it's all like hiding. Yeah. yeah, all facade. It's all the facade. So it's then they old. they shoot the governor. And then I think after that, there's like another montage of like everyone just being like, "Y'all dudes are awesome." Yeah, because they like go back and bring the guns and oh my gosh yeah so he brings back the guns we get like the whole um, we get another music video and then it goes cuts back to remember they have the gun music video of them all dancing and there's guns all behind them and then it cuts back to the ship going to the tribe that's when we get the Amazon delivery right yeah and I said lol 
It seems like your shipments failed to came out to be a little late. So it looks like you ordered some guns. Sorry, there was a bit of a delay. Yeah. <laughs> so a little bit of a delay in the shipping and handling. Uh, but that happens and then immediately cuts to a music video of them all dancing. Like an actual music like video. A straight like straight up music like video. Like on a stage, background dancers. And with giant lights and like prop guns behind them. And that yeah. was another thing. And uh, there was actually one other thing that I meant to mention earlier, but we'll get to it. But another thing with not having the subtitles is because it's like, I feel like with the other songs, you could kind of get the vibe but this one is like completely not related to the movie. Yeah, it's like no. it's like it's, respecting their past. Right. Heroes, you you can right? see like paintings come up of like famous Indian historical figures. Right. And um I know it's uh Freedom Fighters. Like uh, um different. It's not even just India, because the with the subtitle, yeah, it's like historical figures from not only India, but also like surrounding countries. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. And so maybe anyone like, that ever affected there, they're just freedom? like, um, calling yeah, out like, that the British oh, with near like this person is great from this culture and this person is great from this culture and yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then that's the end, right? Um, and then, yeah, and they then, give the guns. Yeah, and then they give the guns and I think it actually goes like, back to the same music video because it doesn't like it's like it's not like the music video ends and it's then there's just, the gun it's scene like it's just new. like there's like a pause and then it goes back to them dancing and stuff yeah 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 Ooh, so then but mentioning the so that's the end of the movie but mentioning back to how you said the whole i don't know if we talked about this show but like the english dubbing was also an issue when they were first introduced to jenny and you read my mind that's exactly what i was yeah talking, i thought i thought about. that's what you were gonna talk about and so <laughs> Um, I thought it was like it, that one time when he was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought that's what you were going to talk about. That's why I brought it up. First. That's why I said it first, idiot. Um, so um, as I, well, I was personally uh, thinking about, <laughs> um, but I thought it was really funny though because they were all just speaking English. Yeah, the, and he goes, <laughs> a big part. She's saying a I'm big like, part of Beam and Jenny's relationship is that neither of them can understand each other. And so there are a lot of scenes where they're talking and like one of them will say something and the other person just gives this like quizzical look and they're like, I, I don't know what, I don't know what you're saying. I think what you're saying, but it like, it doesn't come across as well in the English dub because Jenny is actually speaking English and then you're hearing beam speak English. And then when yeah. they're like, <laughs> they'll be like, I'm trying to get this dress. You're trying to get this dress. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of the thing that the viewer like us like has to know is like, Oh, like it's being translated. Right. She's speaking English, but then like the, his, whatever right. he's saying in his language is being translated. Right. And so then, then I hope like, everyone know, <laughs> knows like, and there's other scenes where like Raji was trying to translate for him. And like Jenny's like, Oh, I, I do. Would you care to come back to my room for coffee? And then Raj goes, she's asking if you want to go back to her room for some drinks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But maybe that's also just like that direct translation of yeah. like, them saying drinks is like coffee because they don't really but, drink alcohol. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I feel like it, it feels more natural when you're watching with subtitles. Yeah. Mm, always. So yeah. In the, in the original, I mean, we, we did, um, you know, we should have watched it in the original version and just done the effort, but we didn't want to <laughs> <laughs> reading for three hours. We were like, do we want to do this right now? Um, no, no. but yeah. So that was that was it, right? That was the whole yeah, spiel. That's, that's, that's the, the whole movie. It ends with the like, look at all these cool people music video. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And it ends with the Indians having basically succeeded. 
or at least starting. Well, yeah, they see them get the guns. The yeah. So part two of this movie should like next part. That's ready four for hours the sequel. Long. Yeah, <laughs> <Another> four hours. <laughs> yeah, the four hour sequel is going to be about them really fighting the revolution. Yeah, but um, yeah. So that that's RRR. That is it. The what did the R stand for? Rise, roar, roar revolt. And that makes no perfect sense because we went through it. Mm-hmm. So in conclusion, <laughs> um, let's uh, talk about. Luca, I believe you actually got a another opinion about this movie. Right, right. So some of our listeners, thank you, Andrea and Barand, um, do appreciate you know your input, uh, aka my parents. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, so I just left it. <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna like straight up read um, their feedback, um, and this is again another example of something that you can send in to our podcast or tweet tweet at us. Um, so he said, this is my mom and dad's both opinions, both. This movie was visualizing two impressive individuals. The overall atmosphere um, was the feel to fight injustice. In this case, the British dominance. The movie story was weaving this hunt for justice into the human domains. At first, the audience was prepared for the ultimate injustice, death. But in the last third of the magic of, uh, in, but in the last third the magic of honest and justice merged together into a heart-pleasing story um, we all were hoping for. In summary, amazing man, nature project, great dancing, and a dream of an ending. And then my mom was like, I might want to add that I found it fascinating that the two revolutionaries found their friendship without knowing the, es- the essence of each other's purpose, which was to serve justice for their people. And then she said, like-minded people find each other to serve a larger purpose. Yeah. Yeah. That so, is a really good point. That's spot yeah. on. Yeah. That's spot on. Cause it's like, it, it does make sense. It's like, even when this person thinks or knows nothing about you yeah. or thinks that you have a certain background, if you both have the same kind of personality and drive and like you're, you know what I mean? You're kind of like your minds are thinking the same way you connect with someone easier and mm-hmm. you're, you're going to be friends with that person. Yeah. Cause you're like, you you connect probably more easily to someone with the same morality as you. Even if you don't like speak of like, hey, what is your morale? Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I, think I think that's a the great biggest summary. thing is like them saving the boy. I think they both realized when everyone else was scared and yelling and trying to run away, though they both stayed and helped. So that was already them, right? That like, was like telling the, each other that was the merge. This yeah. is our morality level mm-hmm. compared to maybe the normal citizen is at a, right, at a yeah. higher. Yeah, I think that's a great, great observation of the movie. I think it really places um, the essence of what they're trying to bring across holistically yeah. into it, a paragraph. It, it compares, like like she said, or they said, um, like both, both of these people are fighting for their people, but you see it on like an individual level for Beam where he, like his people is his village versus right. Raju, who his people is... All of India. All of India. Yeah. Yeah, right. Well, thank you very much, uh, Andrea and Baron, a.k.a. Mom, Dad. I <laughs> do appreciate this. It was a, a beautiful, beautiful um, composition of the movie and what it was trying to bring across to yeah. its viewers. So so great points. Honestly, you know, another thing that that paragraph kind of reminds me of um, is the shift between, like, talking about the shift between how... 
uh, Raju originally was so focused on rifles and killing and like, yeah, like how they were talking about the ultimate price was death or whatever and everything. But then it's like he Raju also thought the ultimate thing was I need to get guns to my people. That's the only way we can revolt and only way we can get things done is with guns and killing and death. But then later on, he sees how Beam didn't use death and killing and guns. And he made an even more bigger powerful impact. and bigger impact yeah, on mm-hmm. people and how people are willing to put only so much fight in with only how much like confidence and like with what they morale boost and everything. Yeah. With whatever right. they have. Right. So I think that's also kind of like a good shift that they kind of transition to. Um, I almost wish they would have stuck with it more. Cause he was like, yeah, you're right. Um, speaking out and like singing a song is more, was more important and like getting people more rallied. But then at the end of the movie, they didn't really go back to that. They were just like, and everyone got guns and you're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I get still, they need guns. That's realistically how you're going to like win a war with people with guns. But it's like, I wish they would have made another comment of like singing, you know what I mean? Getting people's spirits up in like a different way. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's a good point. It's a very good point too. I believe then it is time for trivia. Trivia. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Trivia. Oh yeah. Um, I actually only have one piece of trivia for us today but it is that Raju and Beam are actually both based on real historical figures from India really although remember in the beginning of the movie they said no matter how much things might look similar these stories have nothing to do with each other well that's the thing the story doesn't so the real Raju and the real Beam were very important like freedom fighters and historical figures for India but they never met in real life they're just oh, wow. like two oh. completely different historical characters. Different so, times? Right. And so this is like, this story is like imagining what might have happened if they had ever like teamed up, but yeah. they never met each oh, other. Oh, for like two crazy badass people meeting up. Yeah. Doing oh, that's thing. really cool. And then like one was ice, one was fire kind of thing. Yeah. Water and fire. Very cool. I like that. I like that. I like that. I was just looking at more history of that. That's cool. Um, yeah, so, <laughs> um, hold on, I, let me, all right, sorry, I had to find it in my notes. <laughs> uh, so for our audience, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. Tell your friends and family about us. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at CashFanPod. If you want to send us a message, you can do so on either of those platforms, or you can send an email to CasualFanaticPodcast at gmail.com. Like, what kind of messages can they send us? They can send anything from, like, what my parents just sent us, like, their own perspectives on a past movie, yep. or, you know, anything like that, or one that you enjoy watching now, or you can send in recommendations of things that you would like to hear. Uh, comments on what you think could spice up the podcast a little bit more that you thought, you know, we could try out um, or just general requests of movies that you would want us to, to talk about and go through. Yeah. Well, thank you, Elena, for once again joining us. It's always fun. Yeet. I like the third person perspectives of, you know, another casual viewer. Yeah. But we should have introduced you as a casual viewer as well. I am definitely a casual viewer. So we have had on fanatics and uh, then it's me and two fanatics. And yeah. that is an interesting <laughs> conversation. <Wow. laughs> Reviewing such different movies as well, because I've reviewed all now different genres. Mm. Right, right. Yeah. Well, well, this has been Casual Fanatic. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye.
Thank you.